G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Let's face it, people can be a pain in the neck, can't they? And so what many of us do is that we isolate ourselves. Oh, we might be surrounded by lots of people, but we isolate ourselves emotionally. And yet the truth is that none of us is an island. None of us can do it on our own. And when we try living that way, it, it saps your strength. What if friends can make us stronger? I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to A Different Perspective as we chat about your friendships. And stick with me because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about Christianity Works' free daily devotional called Fresh. It's all about helping you be all that God made you to be in this year that lies ahead. One thing that I am not in life, I have to tell you, is an engineer or a builder. Now, I can't contemplate anything more complex than, than bolting together a flat-packed dog kennel, and that was challenging enough, I have to tell you, let alone building a garden shed or a house or, or a skyscraper or some massive bridge that, that seems effortlessly to span a ravine or a harbour and, and carry trains and trucks and buses 24 by 7. Have you ever looked at one of those, those structures and thought to yourself, how did they ever build that? I mean, where would you start? How would you dream up such a thing that it were even possible? And and then how would you design it? And where would you turn the first sod or sink the first pylon? It's totally, totally inconceivable to me how they do those things. Pretty much everyone on the planet, I guess, has seen a photograph of the iconic Sydney Harbour Bridge, the, the coat hanger, as some people affectionately call it. Now, they built that thing back in the late 1920s. It was completed in 1932 before computers, before a lot of the the high-tech building and lifting and drilling equipment that we have nowadays. And here's how they did it. They started at each end, on the northern shore of the harbour, on the southern shore of the harbour, and built their way out into the centre. The thing met in the middle. Now, I just can't imagine how they did that, can you? I've seen a few photos of the bridge being built, and it looks quite uncanny because you have like half a bridge reaching out from a single pylon on the southern shore and half a bridge reaching out from a single pylon on the northern shore, and and eventually the two meet in the middle. But before they do, the whole thing looks really lopsided, and you have to wonder to yourself, how come the two bits didn't just topple over and fall into the harbour? Well, here's what the experts will tell you. The strength of the structure comes from the cross braces that are built into it. They don't look particularly pretty. They have no other purpose other than to work together with the rest of the structure to give it stability and strength. That's how come you can have half of this massive bridge stretching out from each side of the harbour without the thing toppling into the water. It's the cross braces that did it. Now, Bernie, why are you rambling on about the Sydney Harbour Bridge? For goodness sakes... Aren't we talking about friendship on the program this week? Well, absolutely we are. And I've been sharing with you this whole thing about the strength of this amazing bridge because one of the key things about friendship is that it makes each one of us stronger than we could possibly be on our own. 
don't believe me, have a listen to God's word and see what God has to say on the subject. We're going now to the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 4, beginning at verse 7. Again, writes Solomon, I saw vanity under the sun, the case of a solitary individual without sons or brothers, yet there is no end to all their toil, and their eyes are never satisfied with their riches. For who am I toiling, they ask, and depriving myself of pleasure? This also is vanity and unhappy business. He starts off here talking about solitary individuals. And sadly, there are a lot of those in this world. People who work hard, labour hard, and for what? What's the point of having wealth and comfort and all that stuff if you don't have anyone to share it with? My wife Jack and I live in a comfortable apartment. It's nothing super flash, not some great stunning water view or anything like that. Just comfortable. And we've decorated it as tastefully as we can within our means. I love living there with her. But I've often looked around the place. You know, I sometimes work at home on my own, writing and preparing and, and, and stuff. I look around and I think, you know, without her in this place with me, it just wouldn't mean anything. The joy and the satisfaction I have in our apartment isn't because it's some great apartment. It's our home together. It's not because it's anything fantastic architecturally. It's because it's ours and we live there together. That's what God's saying here. Stuff is not where it's at. All that stuff is simply vanity if you're on your own. God's solution? Let's read on. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, beginning at verse 9. He says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift the other up. But woe to the one who is alone and falls and doesn't have another to help. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though one might prevail against another, two will withstand one. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. See, God's solution is that two are much better than one. Why? Because firstly, they have a good reward for their toil. In other words, there's a great satisfaction in doing stuff together and achieving things together. But secondly, because two are stronger than one, if one falls over, then the other can lift them up. But woe to the one who is alone and falls and doesn't have another to help. How often do we get it wrong? How often do we run out of steam or we find ourselves bleeding on the ground without even the strength to get up again? Right then, right in that place, we need a friend. A friend in need is a friend indeed. And again, if we face some adverse circumstances, in this case they use the picture of, of cold, if you lie down on your own in the cold, you could freeze to death. But if you have another one to hate you, probably the both of you will survive. If we're attacked, one may prevail against the attacker, but two will probably withstand them. It's pretty simple logic. But doesn't it get you how in our busyness, with all the other stuff we have going on in our lives, or in our selfishness perhaps, we're not prepared to make the sacrifices that friendship demands and we become solitary individuals and then... When things turn to custard, when things go bad, we have no one next to us to help us. And I love, I love how God finishes off this teaching. He says, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Now, hang on a minute. He was talking here about one, and then he said, look, two is better than one. But where did this third one come from? Well, here's how I understand it. I think God is introducing himself into this equation of friendship and relationship. Two's great. But three, two plus God binding them together is absolutely stunning. It's the strongest of all the three options. I was preaching on this once in our church and demonstrated this truth by first having two people hold a single strand cord tight. Of course, the moment I cut it, it fell apart. 
Then we plaited two cords together and I was able to cut one cord here and the other one there and still the two held together, although when you pull them tight at the ends, they started to come apart. Then we plaited three cords together. I made about six or seven cuts in the different cords over about two metres. You know something? They hung together in this incredibly strong formation because a three-fold cord cannot quickly be broken. That's the simple truth. When you're weak, I can be strong for you and vice versa. And when we're both a bit frayed at the edges, God can hold things together for us in a way that only he can. Friends make us stronger. And when we introduce God into that friendship, when we forgive the way he wants us to, when we humble ourselves and sacrifice the way he calls us to, when we let him be the Lord of this friendship, then that is a friendship that cannot be easily broken. It's like those cross braces on the harbour bridge. With them in place, you can build something that looks incredibly lopsided. It looks like it's going to fall over, but it's too strong. It won't fall over. Friends make each other strong, and in Christ, the end result is so much greater than the sum of the parts. That's the point. What bit about this don't we get, huh? We love sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's word, Fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.